Today is Friday, February 3rd. The title for our devotional is Me-Centric Gospel. It seems to me that many Christians in our culture today believe in a, what I'm going to call a me-centric gospel, rather than a Christ-centric gospel. In the former, we want the glorification without the humiliation. We want resurrection life without death to self. We want the empty tomb without the cross. We want the benefits of the kingdom of God without submitting to the king. In doing so, we become usurpers or imposters. We set ourselves up as the ultimate authority over and against the teaching of Jesus and his word. When the word conflicts with our notions of leadership or morality or greatness, we subjugate the teaching of Jesus in favor of our own opinions and desires. More often, however, we play the ignorance is bliss game. We don't know the way of Jesus and we aren't really in any hurry to discover it. Once we become aware of it, we know that that comes with the responsibility of following it. So it's better just not to know. This leads to hesitancy to read scripture, reflect on our heart's motives, and be open and vulnerable in trusting community. We give ourselves an out. We say a prayer, we're good with God now, and I can live the way I want to. Unfortunately, our presentations of the gospel often give people this impression. We boil the gospel down to accepting Jesus into our hearts and receiving the free gift of salvation. Of course, there's great truth in that salvation is a free gift of God's grace. But this free gift of God's grace transforms us through the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. Genuine conversion leads to apprenticeship to Jesus, and genuine conversion would lead us to believe that the way of Jesus and the teaching of Jesus truly is the best way to live, that only in Christ is abundant life. When we accept the grace of God in Jesus, our entire being ought to be transformed, and we begin to conform more to the image of Christ. Of course, this doesn't all happen at once. It's a process of transformation in the Christian life, as Romans 12, 1-2 and 2 Corinthians 3.18 tell us. This me-centric gospel is an American consumeristic idea more than it is a biblical idea. We're bombarded with ads telling us that we can have it all, so maybe we can have it all with our faith too, we think. This leads us to what Crawford Loritz calls a la carte Christianity. We pick and choose what aspects of the way of Jesus we want to follow and which ones we don't. We all do this to some degree. This is the title of our next campaign, so I won't dive into it too much here, but I think it's really good. It's a really good phrase from Crawford Loritz. In our self-help, self-care world of today, this concept is completely foreign to us. Of course, self-help and self-care are necessary parts of life. We can only serve and give out of the energy and wholeness that we actually have. So don't hear me belittling those, those are important. Yet if we aren't careful, we can easily lose the whole motif of service and our whole life can be characterized more by self-care than by service. In this, we must be aware of the tendency to self-deception. Self-care is what we want to hear. Die to self is not what we want to hear. Christians have enjoyed the places of power and privilege in our nation since its founding. As our culture is shifting from a majority Christian culture Many in the church have abandoned the servant leadership model of Jesus to maintain positions of power. Of course, this is under the guise of what is best for the nation, but we can never expect to accomplish God's ends without following his means first. Humble service will never not be the leadership model for Jesus' followers. There are no circumstances that warrant the suspension of this model. The pejorative Christian nationalist label exists today because Christians in places of leadership have abandoned Jesus' teaching on greatness and leadership. All in all, the way of Jesus requires us to apprentice ourselves to him. In his way, we surrender ourselves to God. We humble ourselves before him and allow him to lift us up. We do not lift ourselves up and glorify ourselves. There is glory at the end of the tunnel for Christians, but it will not be self-attained. It will be given, 
after we suffer, after we serve, by God himself in Christ's kingdom. This side of the new creation, then, we humble ourselves, submit to the will of God, carry our cross, serve and love one another. May we all, like Paul, say as we come to the end of our race, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. For additional content, I've linked you to a quote by Dietrich Bonhoeffer in his book, The Cost of Discipleship. Remember, Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a pastor in Germany during World War II who resisted the Nazis and Hitler. He said, The cross is laid on every Christian. The first Christ's suffering which every man must experience is the call to abandon the attachments of this world. It is that dying of the old man, which is the result of an encounter with Christ. As we embark upon discipleship, we surrender ourselves to Christ in union with his death. We give our lives to death. Thus it begins, the cross is not the terrible end to an otherwise God-fearing and happy life, but it meets us at the beginning of our communion with Christ. When Christ calls a man, he bids him come and die. It may be a death like that of the first disciples, who had to leave home and work to follow him. Or it may be a death like Luther's, who had to leave the monastery and go out into the world. But it is the same death every time. Death in Jesus Christ. Death of the old man at his call. Reflection time today, I'd encourage you to take a few moments and just surrender more of yourself to Jesus. Are there aspects of your former life that are still alive in you? that you've been nurturing and failing to surrender over to Jesus and allowing him to make new in you? Are you trying to get the glorification of Christ without first experiencing the humiliation or the death of following Christ? Do you really trust that Jesus is the true source of abundant resurrection life? Are you willfully playing the ignorance as bliss game and ignoring some of Jesus' more challenging teachings? In any case, surrender yourself more to Christ. The way of Christ means death to self and service to others and love and service to God himself.